Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Welcome in, Tuesday edition of the program. Glad to have you with us and some big news from an IU staff uh, situation. Jordan Halls is giving up his professional career overseas and is going to join Mike Woodson's staff as team and recruitment coordinator. I think a really, really big pickup for Woodson and Indiana. We'll talk more about that later in today's show. But from an IU basketball perspective, that's definitely the big news. There have been some rumors over the last few weeks since Brian Walsh was promoted to that third assistant spot, who might get that position, that support staff position. And IU brings in a former player right from Bloomington who can play and interact and I think help very much with Woodson's plans from a recruiting perspective, even with the current team as well. So big pickup there for Indiana. We'll talk about that more here in just a bit. Busy show today. Let's get right into the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. In segment one, joining me here in just a moment is Brandon Northern, outgoing senior at Silver Creek High School. He had just an amazing career over four years, played in some huge games, a state champion twice, could have been three times perhaps had it not been for the COVID-19 pandemic. But Brandon has had a really good spring so far. A few weeks ago, he was named to the Indiana All-Star team, which is a big honor in this outgoing senior class, a very talented class, and for him to be on that list, that roster is big stuff for him. And then last week, he committed to the University of St. Francis, which is a NAIA power in college basketball at that level, located up in Fort Wayne. So Brandon's going to join us to talk about exiting Silver Creek soon, the career that he had, and some big accomplishments he's had uh, here in the offseason as well. Also, later in the show, Tuesday means Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier joins. We'll talk more about the addition of Jordy Halls to the IU staff when uh, Mike joins us later in the hour. Lots of other IU basketball topics to get to as well. And then Mike Pegram of Pigs.com will join us later in the hour. More IU hoops, more recruiting, uh, and other topics with Mike when he joins us a little bit later in the show. That's the lineup for today, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. And send me a text. I've told you who's going to join us today. I've told you about some of the topics we're going to cover today. There's a lot of other things I want to try to fit in this hour as well. 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. That is the Thornton's text line. Thornton's is the perfect stop for all of the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like their fresh coffee and delicious donuts. And you can download the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app on your phone today for great offers and savings on fuel 
every day. Let's get right to our first guest. Excited to have Brandon Northern with us to talk about his recent college commitment and uh, really just kind of recap his time at Silver Creek. Brandon, first off, congratulations. It's been a great few weeks for you. Indiana All-Stars, and now your college decision has been made public. Congratulations, young man. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an exciting time for sure. Let's start with the Indiana All-Star announcement. That happened, oh, maybe a month or so ago. To be recognized on the Indiana All-Star team that's going to play a two-game series against Kentucky this summer, to play with some of the great players in this senior class, what did that announcement, what did, what, how did you feel when you found out you were going to be a member of the Indiana All-Stars this year? It's definitely really exciting. Um, an honor like that doesn't come to everybody, obviously. And all the hard work I've put in over the past couple of years have really showed so I think that um, that honor really helps me um, propel my career forward and just continue to motivate me to get better. And, of course, the two-game series with Kentucky ahead in the month of June. I'm sure you're glad to know that uh, I guess you could call it high school basketball. You've got a couple games left, and I'm sure that will help you prepare for college as well. you got to be excited about the chance to see if you can sweep Kentucky like so many Indiana teams have been able to do here in recent years. For sure, that's um, the expectation. I think we should go in and win both games. Um, I think there's a lot of talent in Indiana, so um, I think a, win, a couple wins against Kentucky would not be um, anything out of the ordinary, and um, I come to expect really just to win both games. Brandon Northern, my guess, he committed to St. Francis last week. We'll talk about his college decision in just a moment, but I also want to Recap your career at Silver Creek. Two state champions, uh, ch state championships. You averaged 24.9 points your senior year, 5.9 assists, four and a half rebounds, and 1.7 steals per game. You shot the ball almost 50% from the field and almost 80% from the free throw line. A big senior year. I know maybe as a team you didn't have the success you wanted or that you're used to at Silver Creek, but recap what it was like to play with great players and to become one of those great players over your four years as a Dragon. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it helped. Um, even freshman year, I got to play with a lot of great players. And sophomore and junior year, obviously, I got to play with Trey and Cooper, both um, big-time players. And then senior year, obviously, I had to take a big step forward. Um, it was super fun to have the role of being, I mean, the ultimate leader, having to score and to play defense and kind of do it all for the team. All right, Brandon Northern, our guest, uh, your commitment uh, came uh, became public. I think it was Thursday last week you announced and signed with St. Francis, which is a really good college program in Fort Wayne, uh, a really top-level NAIA school. Uh, to have a chance to play college hoops at that level, what does that mean to you? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, I put in a lot of hard work for Philly my whole life. So to get an opportunity to play at such a high level um, is really exciting. Getting to play with a lot of great players and um, having the opportunity to be coached by a couple of great coaches who have had a lot of accomplishments in their career, and especially in the past couple of seasons, it's super exciting. All right. Uh, obviously, you've got a lot of work ahead of you this summer to get ready for college and for basketball at the next level. What are some things that – Brandon Northern is going to be doing this summer. I know you're a hard worker. You get in the gym a lot with your father, Bryant Northern, who is a great player, and you're just a gym rat, Coach Hoffman always told me. What will you do to prepare yourself for that next level? What are some areas of your game you're really going to work on? Um, I think the weight room is a big thing. I think I definitely can get stronger. You know, it's a whole different ball game playing against high schoolers and you play in college as grown men. So 
weight room's a big key key um, for me. And then shooting, I think you can never be a good enough shooter. Um, there's a place for everybody that can shoot. And then defensively, I think if I can go to the other team's best player um, and really hound the ball, I think I, I can find some minutes. Brandon, we talked about Silver Creek and the success that you and the team had in your four years as a Dragon. You've, you've seen some of your former teammates go to the college level and have some success. Cooper Jacoby had a really nice freshman year at Toledo. Trey Kaufman-Wren, uh, a big redshirt year, I think going to get an opportunity to really contribute at Purdue next season. Seeing those guys put in the work and have some success and seeing their bodies change to meet the demands of the college game, is that kind of a hometown motivation for you as well to do the same? Yeah, for sure. Um, I support those guys wholeheartedly, and it, it's motivating to see how good those guys are doing, um, how they've transformed their bodies, their games, um, to play at that level. So I think it's definitely exciting to see um, how I can compare to that and see how far I can take myself. Talking with Brandon Northern here on this Tuesday edition of our show. I mentioned St. Francis is really good at the NAI level. This year they made it to the national tournament but were defeated in the first round. I hope people listening understand that, uh, yes, NAI basketball across the board is really good, but this St. Francis program has truly been one of the best in the country, and it offers you an opportunity to maybe compete for a national championship. So you're not just going to a good college program. You're going to a college program that has an opportunity to see you compete on a national level, and I know that's got to be exciting for you as well. Yes, sir. I'm super excited. Um, you know, I've had a lot of winning in my high school career, whether that be from me or my teammates or coaching, whatever it may be. But um, I'm used to winning at this point, so going to a program that has a chance to win every year is um, super exciting, being able to play under those conditions. Um, I love the pressure of, you know, having a winning season or it's a fail. So um, I definitely think we'll do great things up there. All right, Brandon, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. Uh, I know you're just a year or so removed, but – do you think back to those state championship runs and some of the big games that you and your team had and the great crowds and the championship efforts that you had? I mean, those have got to be unbelievable memories, even as a young man that have already cemented in your brain. For sure. I remember back to freshman year, um, those memories and being on the court, how nervous I was to go out there and play and in front of all those fans and in the big arena and then um, junior year, there was much less nerves. Um, I was just more excited to play. and Great memories with a whole bunch of great guys, great coaches. Um, just that experience is something that I never expected. And to be able to go through that is just an amazing time. Outstanding stuff. Brandon Northern, outgoing senior at Silver Creek. Brandon, thanks for being a great representative of Southern Indiana basketball. It was great to watch you develop over the four years at Silver Creek, a lot of good memories of watching you guys play and have all sorts of success. And uh, we'll stay in touch. Thanks for coming on, and congratulations on the All-Stars and your college decision of St. Francis. I think a very bright future ahead for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Brandon Northern with us. Uh, yesterday, Wesley Selahusky joined the big seven-footer from Floyd Central who committed to Air Force Academy where he will join former Floyd Central player Jake Hydebreeder. And today, the opportunity to catch up with Brandon Northern, who's going to play college basketball 
at a really high level as well at the uh, St. Francis NAI in Fort Wayne. Just a, a solid program. Neat to honor those guys and to recognize their recent college decisions. There have been a slew of commitments. I saw last night six seniors, I believe it is, from Floyd Central committed to play college basketball of some level now that Sella Husky is committed to Air Force Academy. So uh, that is just outstanding for Floyd Central and I think a great uh, representation of uh, year in and year out, the number of players from Southern Indiana that get a chance to play at the collegiate level. A couple other headlines here in this opening segment. We had the New Albany Floyd Central baseball game last night. It was the first meeting between the two rivals, and it was a Hoosier Hills Conference first-round game. An outstanding game. New Albany came from behind to win 3-2 over Floyd Central last night. Landon Teasing was really good on the mound for New Albany. He's now got a 2-1 and record. A junior, a Kent State commit, going to play D1 college baseball. Here I am talking about all the basketball commitments recently, but my goodness, last night in that game, I think eight or nine college commitments of some level between the Bulldogs and the Highlanders last night. Tucker Biven had a big hit late in the game that scored Teasing, who was at second, uh, to take that go-ahead run, to plate the go-ahead run for New Albany. And uh, New Albany with the win advances to take on Seymour on Wednesday night at Seymour. And if New Albany could win that game, they would find themselves in the Hoosier Hills Conference championship game on Friday. Jeffersonville, a little bit of a surprise last night. The Red Devils were knocked off by Columbus East in the bottom half of the bracket, a first-round game. So that other semifinal will put Columbus East against Jennings County, who had the bye. Floyd Central will play Bedford North Lawrence in a consolation bracket game. Uh, on Wednesday night as well. Jeffersonville will get another game in the uh, Hoosier Hills Conference Tournament as well. So a fun week of baseball, kind of a good primer for the uh, upcoming baseball sectionals. And don't forget, New Albany and Floyd Central will rematch again. We know that for sure in the opening round of the sectional tournament, which will be played at Jennings County. So these last few weeks of the regular season, there are some big games and some big matchups to get us set for the postseason, which should be really fun once again in our area as well. We'll head to a commercial break. Don't forget the Thornton's text line is open. That number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier is next. We're going to talk all about Jordan Halls in addition to Mike Woodson's staff as team and uh, recruitment specialist for the Hoosiers. Uh, he's still overseas, finishing up his overseas career, and he's going to join the program in Bloomington as soon as his team is uh, eliminated from the playoffs overseas. We'll talk that and more with Mike. Also, Peegs is still ahead. We'll talk more recruiting and other topics as well later in the hour. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. Matt Dennison. 
We're back on this Tuesday program. Mike Schumann of The Daily Hoosier, my guest. You can read Mike's work at thedailyhoosier.com and follow him at daily underscore Hoosier on Twitter. And, of course, you can hear from him Tuesdays here on The Hoosier Report. Mike, I think today we've got to start with Jordan Hulls, one of the beloved IU basketball alumni. He's from Bloomington, had an outstanding career at Bloomington South High School, and a really good overseas career after some good years for the Hoosiers. He's going to come back to Bloomington whenever his team is eliminated from their playoffs overseas and assume the position of director of team and recruiting for the IU basketball program. I think for many different reasons that I'm sure you'll tell us about, this is a really big pickup for Mike Woodson and his staff here in a support role. Yeah, and I'd say it's really big for for Jordan too, because I think he's you know as people know he's he's a IU guy from from the day he was born. He was, he, um, you know, he's got young kids, so he's kind of you know been playing overseas and starting to transition his thinking to you know where where he's going to raise his kids, where they're going to go to school, um, and an opportunity came up in in the IU program and you know for a guy that you know eventually wanted to to get into college basketball it just kind of set up perfectly for him and, and for for Indiana you know they, they they get a guy that they know that they they know about his work ethic they know about his passion for the program and he, he's also got some things that people may not be aware of that make him a good fit for this kind of first foray into college basketball, you know, directing IU's recruiting efforts. Um, he, he actually runs an AAU program uh, called JH1, um, you know, with, with obviously with some help from, from a lot of people, um, but it's got his name on it. Um, he runs a skills academy. So, so he's been very involved in addition to his own professional endeavors in, in Germany. Um, so so he's, he's a guy that already knows a lot of people because of those connections and in the AAU world, it it ends up being a pretty small world in the coaching circles. A lot of the coaches in some programs are actually the same that were even around when he was a player as well. So, so he's starting from a pretty good spot um, in a pretty good role. And, you know, he's known for just being a guy that, you know, has a great personality, loves to work hard. And those are the things that really fit that role to, to a T. If people don't know what a, team and recruitment coordinator does it's kind of a weird title but basically he's the kind of the behind the scenes guy that that operates indiana's recruiting efforts you know making first calls to to aau coaches or high school coaches or or players or parents you know kind of coordinating all all those behind the scenes discussions um you know making sure that that indiana's on top of the right players you know that they're communicating in the most optimal way with with the players that they're interested in um really just coordinating all those efforts coordinating visits just making sure everything's clicking so so he's going to be a guy that you know you know he's he's well thought of well liked he's he's an organized diligent guy and I, i think he'll fit that role really well mike uh texter on the thornton's line says hopefully Jordy will help develop the three-point shot on current and future players, and they sent a little praying emoji with their with their message. And I've got to believe, though, Jordy. I mean, he's capable, and I believe rules permit this. He he can come in this summer 
and not only work with the guys on shooting, but probably play and scrimmage against them. And he's going to be, uh, based on the success he's had overseas, he's 32 years old uh, now, uh, he, he's going to be able to get in there and really mix it up with him in, in scrimmages, I would think. Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting aspect to it. I know that the NCAA, and you may have looked at this over the last day, but I know the NCAA changed its rules last year to allow – non-coaching staff members to, to work out with players. And as you said, even, you know, be one of the players to work out against them. Um, for last year's uh, NCAA calendar year, so the last summer and, and, and through the end of this year, which I guess the NCAA calendar comes to an end at, at June 30th, if I'm thinking about it right. So that's one of those things that, that could be out there short term. I don't, what I don't know is whether or not they extended uh, that opportunity. Um, I, I think there's still, irrespective of whether or not that continues going forward, I think they're still limited to having four uh, staff members on the court, whether they're coaching staff members or, um, you know, guys in roles like Jordan. So I, I, I'm not positive how much of a thing that will be. Uh, I've had, had a lot of people, you know, on responses to, to tweets and articles and whatnot, you know, suggest that exact thing because, you know, Jordan, Above all, was known as a, a great three-point shooter, um, and and wouldn't be nice to to have him work w- with some of the guys to to help them. So yeah, it's out there. It could be possible. I guess we'll just have to see how the how the rules play out. All right, uh, talking with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier, his work available at thedailyhoosier.com. Another texter writes: uh, Hope Hall's fares better than Fife did. Still bitter about that. Does. Having Jordy on the staff in some role, even though it's not one of the three on-the-court coaches that can get out and also recruit, does that help that situation uh, to have a former player involved and to kind of maybe bounce back after some of the rumblings and the negativities uh, that were around the departure of Dane Fife? Yeah, I, I have to think it, it probably does. You know, I think, you know, the, the Dane Fife deal was kind of a divisive moment. Um, you know, I, I very publicly wrote that I don't think IU handled it particularly well in terms of, you know, kind of the way the, at least the way the press release came out and things like that, you know, while recognizing Mike Woodson has every right to have whoever he wants on his staff. Um, but, but I think, you know, the fact that he's willing to, to go right back to that former player well, you know, I, I kind of see Fife and Holes in similar veins because they're kind of, you know, they weren't the, the best player on, on their respective teams, but they were kind of one of the iconic players from, from a very good era uh, of Indiana basketball. And so, you, you know, you, you certainly wouldn't want this situation to play out the same way the five situation did you don't you don't want to repeat that you know unceremonious exit you know and have eras of the program that you know aren't really clicking with the, with the Mike Woodson era so you know Jordan is somebody that the staff already knew he, he's been around he's a Bloomington guy as everybody knows he's been around behind the scenes I think he may be a little bit better vetted in terms of the fit um, and so I think you know I, I'm sure that's one thing that, that, you know, Mike Woodson considered and, and, you know, made sure that before he pulled the trigger on, on another former player that he wasn't going to have a, a repeat because I, I just don't think that's healthy for the program. Talking with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. Also, Steven Surface was promoted to director of basketball operations yesterday. He, he's been a familiar name if you're really a diehard or follow things like we do. 
he's been involved with the IU program for uh, six years, which is amazing uh, that as a youngster from Carmel, he's been around that long. Uh, so another uh, staff announcement, you know, the, the some of these support roles, probably not the most important as far as fans knowing what they do or, or following things, but these guys work really hard behind the scenes, uh, have a very hectic schedule, are given all sorts of tasks, and are often the backbone of, of some of the things that we talk a lot about, we think a lot about, but they may not get the credit. So surface another guy. Uh, to know a name to know on the IU basketball staff that got a little bump yesterday. Yeah, and he, I think he was kind of the assistant to his current to the role he just inherited. So it's something he's going to step in and know well, and an, another guy that the IU staff knows well. And you're you're absolutely right. These jobs, you know, these guys have worked just as hard as everybody else. It's just all behind the scenes. So fans don't don't really get to see it. But, you know, one of the things that, that the director of basketball operations is involved with is coordinating, you know, the, the, the travel that the team does during both during the season and then, you know, also coordinating travel for recruiting and things like that. And I I learn that there was an, actually a game last year where the traveling got screwed up and, and, you know, the team didn't get where they needed to go anywhere close to on time to where they wanted to be for a big 10 road game. And, you know, I, I, they lost the game and it just goes to show that, you know, little, little things that you, you don't even know when you turn on the TV and watch the game that, that, that happened can, can play a role in the way a season goes. And so um, it is very important stuff, stuff that has to happen. And, and for guys like Surface and Jordan Hall, it's a stepping stone. You know, you saw what happened with Brian Walsh getting promoted from a non-coaching position to assistant. It doesn't happen all the time, but you know, all these guys are, are looking for their way to, to kind of take a next step in their careers. And it, it, you know, it says something when you were already with the staff and they had the confidence to promote you like that. Mike, uh, big recruiting news recently for IU. KJ Evans, who's a five-star player in the 2023 class, he's highly ranked by all the services out there. He told one of the rivals reporters that he is going to take an official visit it looks like, or at least a visit to IU in the month of June, uh, Arizona first, and then he said Indiana following that. So Indiana continuing to really go after some big names on a national level and a great connection with Montverde Academy down in Florida, of course, with a couple players coming in next season. And K.J. Evans really the next big star, I think, for that elite high school program. So I thought that was good news for the Hoosiers as far as keeping him close as the recruiting process moves along. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I think Montford is a, is a program that, you know, if you can establish deep roots there, which Indiana is obviously already off to a good start. Assistant coach Kenya Hunter is, is well-connected there and has obviously delivered, you know, the, the headliners of their 2022 class. Uh, and Huchifino and Malik Renault, and you know the fact that those guys played a year with KJ Evans, know him, have influenced him enough to to get him to come for a visit, is is a very good thing, no, no doubt about it. And I think that you know, I think we may have talked about this before, but I, I think it goes to you know a question of you know what kind of players Indiana wants to recruit under Mike Woodson because Evans is a little bit, at least on current rankings. It could change, but right now he's kind of in that, you know, 
top 10, five-star, could be one and done. Indiana under Woodson hasn't recruited those kind of guys yet. And they're, uh, you know, I think it, it has an impact in terms of, you know, the way you want to design your program. Do you want to kind of build, uh, develop, you know, have, have guys, you know, come up and play two, three years with your program and really come, come along that way. Or, or are you going to go with a Duke and Kentucky model of, you know, kind of overhaul each year with one and done. I think it's interesting. And the other thing that's interesting about KJ Evans is, you know, in the state of Indiana has produced somebody that, you know, looks a lot like him as a prospect in the 2023 class. And that's Xavier Booker out of Indianapolis Cathedral High School. And he um, he's really come along this year. I, I was in the doubters camp uh, for, for much of the high school season because he just wasn't, you know, he wasn't consistently playing at a level that you think, you know, despite the fact that he's 6'10", 6'11", and can make threes, that, that you really think that, that he can, uh, you know, take that next step at a at high major level of college basketball. But here, here this summer, um, he, he's really shown me something. I saw him play against Gabe Cup's team uh, a couple weekends ago, and he's, you know, he, he can dominate games, and he can do it in a multitude of ways. He can make threes. He can score in the paint. He can run in transition. So it's going to be interesting to see. Indiana's already offered him. They've got K.J. Evans coming in. If you could land one of those two to go with Cups and Ja'Kai Newton, you've got another really good class coming in. But it's going to be interesting to see how hard Indiana pushes on Xavier Booker as a prospect because I think, you know, based on their own actions and, and the recruitment, uh, that they haven't pushed as hard as they have with guys like Evans, with guys like Ayrton Page out of Georgia, um, but but Booker's come on here, and so are they, are they going to try to come in late and really push? I think it's going to be interesting to watch because uh, you don't often get kids like him in your own backyard that, that have an interest in your program. Yeah, he's sure seen his recruiting, as you said, explode on a national level, that's for sure. A couple other recruiting things for you, Mike. Uh, did I see this past weekend, and it wasn't a live weekend, so the coaches weren't on the road, but did I see that Gabe Cup suited up with a different – uh, AAU team and got a chance to play against Ja'Kai Newton. It's somewhere on the travel circuit. Yeah, you did see that, right? He, um, you're right. It wasn't a live period. It wasn't a, a weekend where the shoe circuits were, were going on. So I think that's kind of a new trend amongst popular high school kids where they're going to team up when they have open weekends. If people don't know Gabe Cup's backstory, it's, it's very interesting because he when he was coming into his freshman season of high school that summer, he was teamed up with Bronny James playing, uh, you know, LeBron James actually coached that team some of the times along with Gabe's dad. Um, they were called, called the North coast blue chips, I think, which is a primarily a group of Ohio based kids. And, um, that really, there, there's a video out there. Most people have probably seen it by now where Gabe, challenge LeBron James to a three-point shooting contest um, it really propelled Gabe um, not not so much as a prospect but just his popularity the kid that has like 350,000 followers on Instagram and it's all because of you know his connections to Bronny James LeBron James um, and so to bring it back to this past weekend yeah he Gabe Cups and Bronny James teamed up on LeBron James sponsored team, which is called Strive for Greatness. And they played down in Georgia at an event that 
Ja'Kai Newton's team was playing on. Ja'Kai plays for the Atlanta Express on the Under Armour circuit normally, and that team stayed together and played the the Cups and James team. So it was a kind of an unusual opportunity for Cups and Newton to go head-to-head, which they did on occasion in, in that game. Um, probably not the same level of uh, intensity that you see in shoe circuit games, live period games, a um, l- little bit more of a kind of an all-star type deal, but, but still some good basketball. It's still fun to see two IU prospects going at it like that. Yeah, and one other uh, recruiting note, texter, uh, my friend Kevin on the Thornton's text line said, I missed the beginning of the show, but glad to see Centerville, Ohio, with Cups playing at New Albany on December 29th. We covered that yesterday a bit on the program. An announcement from uh, New Albany High School yesterday. Uh, Gabe's team, uh, coached by his father, as you mentioned, going to play in southern Indiana around the holidays or in between the holidays next year. So that's going to be a fun chance for locals here in our area to see Cups up close and personal. Yeah, and then I guess it'll be like old days where everybody goes down to New Albany to, to watch IU basketball prospects, <laughs> and interestingly enough, doing it on the Romeo Langford court now, yes. as I understand it, which is another compelling aspect. Um, another interesting thing about Cup's team in Centerville is, I was just reading about this yesterday, there, there's been a lot of uh, roster movement at the high school ranks in Ohio. I think somebody was calling it. Ohio's version of the the transfer portal and one of the early byproducts of that is Cups will when he goes to New Albany and plays next year under his dad he will have a teammate Jonathan Powell who is class of 2024 that IU offered last week um, that we talked to briefly uh, went down there on an unofficial visit that, that resulted in that offer so if Indiana fans choose to go to that game, they'll, they'll get to watch two prospects for the price of one. And I think Centerville will once again be you know, one of the premier uh, teams, not only in Ohio, but probably nationally next year. Yeah, definitely going to be a big challenge for uh, New Albany next season. There's no question about that. Uh, Mike Schumann, the Daily Hoosier with me. Mike, a couple other things I wanted to cover. Actually, a, uh, a women's IU women's basketball topic. I saw Coach Morin was named as an assistant coach to the USA Basketball Under-18 national team that's going to compete this summer. Uh, That's got to be really good news for her and for the IU program as far as recruiting goes. We've seen some men's coaches take advantage of this in the past and uh, turn a USA uh, coaching opportunity into maybe some college commitments for their program. But it's one of the legal ways to develop some relationships and coach players at a young age, the recruitable athletes. And so Terry Morin has been doing a great job bringing in players, whether it's through the traditional recruiting process or whether it's through the transfer portal. And i got to tell you, IU women's uh, basketball, there is much more interest in that program, that team, than what I can ever um, uh, remember. And so just another, uh, I think, mark for her that's going to help things to continue to go down the line. Yeah, you're, I hadn't even thought about that when that, that news came out yesterday about the USA team, but, but you're absolutely right. We have seen coaches you know, use those moments, use those opportunities to, to help build relationships and ultimately build rosters. So that, that, that is a, a really good point. It might be the second straight year she's actually had the, the chance to do that in some capacity with, with USA basketball. But, it, yeah, the, the momentum of the program is just undeniable. I mean, I think 
you know, coming out of their loss in March to, to UConn, you, you looked at all the players that they were going to lose and, and you wondered at least momentarily if they might take a step back. But now, you know, looking at what they've done in the transfer portal, along with the, the freshman class that they have coming in, I actually think that this team next year could be better than what they were this past year because they've, they've addressed their biggest area of weakness, which was three-point shooting, uh, getting Sarah Scalia from Minnesota, who forged Indiana uh, in Bloomington back in February and shot over 40%, I believe, from three. You got Sidney Parrish, former Indiana Miss Basketball, coming in, who's a really good three-point shooter. Probably the area, I wouldn't say concern, but, you know, you you wonder how they're going to go about kind of replenishing would be a point guard. That, that That's where they've got to kind of find an answer. Um, but, but otherwise, you know, I think that combination of, you know, Grace Berger's mid-range game, the three-point shooters, and McKenzie Holmes in the paint, I, I feel like they, they're a much more balanced team than they were last year. Absolutely. Mike Schumann, the Daily Hoosier, he's with me Tuesdays on the program for all things IU basketball and more. Mike, uh, great job. Thank you for your time. Let's do it again next week. Thanks, Matt. Always enjoy talking to you. All right, for sure. Mike uh, with us on Tuesdays. We get a double dose of Mike. We get Schumann in segment two and Pegram in segment three. We've got more IU basketball recruiting and more coming up. And going to talk a little bit about NIL as well with Peegs in the next segment. And as Mike mentioned, this was on my list to get to during the show. The new Albany Floyd County School Board last night accepted and approved by a 7-0 vote, a recommendation from New Albany High School's admin and also the central administration with the school corporation to name the court at the New Albany Doghouse after Romeo Langford. So Romeo had this beautiful outdoor court named after him at Kevin Hammersmith Memorial Park uh, when he was still in high school as he was an outgoing senior. And now the official court at his high school, his alma mater, will bear his name, it sounds like, next season as well. So neat stuff for the New Albany great who meant so much to basketball in the area and still does playing for the Spurs. We'll head to a break. We're back with Mike Pegram of Peaks.com. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. Back here on our Tuesday program with Mike Pegram of Peaks.com. We're going to talk all things IU basketball, but actually going to start with a, a football topic here as we begin the segment. The Thornton's text line is open, that number 502-414-1450. And Mike is a affiliate of uh, IU on the radio here in southern Indiana. Obviously, the legendary Don Fisher, very important, a very familiar name I know to our listening audience. And the football team with the retirement of Buck Sewer, who I thought just did an outstanding job over the years with Don as his right-hand man, his color uh, commentary person. Uh, we know his replacement now, Rhett Lewis, a former IU football player who's been doing some work with the NFL Network and also uh, Sirius XM Radio. He's going to come into the booth next year and join Fish. Yeah, um, 
nice to see that there's an <clears throat> Indiana connection there, and uh, he seems to be excited about it, which means he may be there for quite a long time. Yeah, always uh, interesting, I think, uh, who uh, who's going to join Fish in the booth because so many fans rely on their commentary. And, of course, I think one of the few – broadcast across the the conference and probably the country where people think so much of the broadcasters they turn down the television and try to sync things up where they can hear uh, the radio call instead of the uh, of the TV that's something that we hear pretty regularly here at the Big X another uh, topic uh, with a former player this is a former basketball player Mike that I wanted to bring up is Matt Roth former IU player he is taking over the head coaching position at Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian, which has been a really good high school program in our state now for a number of years. They've produced a number of big-time prospects, have won some state championships, and unfortunately the situation is Roth taking over for Mark Davidson, who actually passed away yesterday. He was really in a courageous battle with cancer, so sad to see Coach uh, Davidson pass away with all that he stood for and all the success he had, but Matt Roth, a former IU guy, going to get a chance to see if he can continue that very successful high school program. Yeah, Matt. Matt's a, a really good guy, and uh, he's playing in our golf outing next weekend. And uh, just uh, you know, it'd be fun to watch him um, up there. And you, we all know there's really good talent in Fort Wayne, so uh, he's he comes from a real basketball family. And we know what a great player he was, so he he should be a a very good coach. Amazing to see a number of IU guys uh, with coaching basketball connections. We talked earlier in the program about Jordy Halls uh, getting out of the professional game, coming to take a position on the support staff of Mike Woodson. But I think it's a big enough topic to bring it up again. Uh, You've known Jordy since he was a probably a young high school player, uh, and I, you got involved in the recruiting process with him right there in Bloomington for so many different reasons. I think he's just a big addition to the IU staff. Your thoughts on the addition of Jordy? Does he want to be a, a coach, I would assume, maybe down the line, an official coach? Is that his goals now that his playing days are coming to <clears> an end? Yeah, I think he wanted to be involved in basketball. He's been already already active despite being over overseas with forming some, some really good AEU programs. Um, under the JH1 uh, uh, name. And, and uh, you know, it was going to take a really good opportunity to get him because I think he could have gone to do some other jobs in the business once he, you know, decided to stop playing. And uh, But Indiana's his home. It's where he's growing up. And this is a pretty important position, um, you know, ops position and, and, and coordinating recruiting. Uh, it's, it often leads right to the assistant coaching position. All right, uh, good stuff for Jordan Halls, who I think will be a big addition to the staff in Bloomington. One other thing I wanted to bring up around really basketball and football is name, image, and likeness. And I've not had a chance to read through the entire deal that was put out yesterday, but the NCAA, it seems like all the time, getting backlash and getting ridiculed and at times made fun of for the way it governs or at least attempts to govern college sports. But they put out some updated NIL guidelines to its member schools on Monday. What can you tell us about some of the updates and how it could affect someone like Trace Jackson Davis if he chooses to return to the IU program? Well, uh, yeah, the NCAA has decided to to try to rein in in things a little bit to make sure players are being paid for actual work and aren't getting paid 
just to, to choose a school. Um, and good luck with that. But uh, it is, uh, you know, what we've seen with some of the transfers, they're grabbing agents, uh, having agents kind of run their recruitments, and they're going to the highest bidder. Um, and, you know, hopefully this will help start to curb some of that. But um, it, it's going to be chaos for a while, unfortunately. I know there was some talk heading into these updated guidelines that NIL collectives could be a target here, and uh, at least two collectives that I'm aware of around IU athletics. Any? Uh, are you aware of any changes for what those collectives will be able to offer some um, players at IU? I just think the focus will be on making sure the money is going for actual, uh, you know, work. I mean, or or for you know to just do actual marketing. PR work, or maybe it's, even if it's just an appearance, not just uh, getting paid for for nothing, because that that's that's more pay for play, um, and not really using your likeness to help somebody's product or service. And so that's that's what it really has to come down to. All right, Mike Pegram of Pigs.com, our guest. Mike, uh, the recruiting trail continues, even though college coaches. Uh, are not out on the road or cannot be on the road until we get later in June with some of the high school stuff. What's ahead for some of the big names, uh, the guys we're talking about that have received offers or that maybe are working to schedule visits or have been to IU? What are some of the big spring events still left before the summer months get here? Well, there's a, of course, and the EYBL, Nike Shoe Circuit, is coming to Louisville and uh, Memorial Day weekend, so that's that's a pretty big one. The top 100 camp will be in Orlando in June, um, but th- those are the two two biggest ones that I know that we we want to cover because they will involve several players with Indiana offers. All right, Mike Pegram, Peaks.com, with us on Tuesdays. Mike, uh, IU volleyball is my my final topic. A story out yesterday from the Indiana Daily Student interviewing anonymously some of the former players of Coach Aired at both Maryland and obviously IU as well, and some really damning accusations and things coming out about IU Volleyball and the state of that program and uh, the way that Coach Aired maybe has run the program with some intimidation and some threat-type environments. What, what do you make of those concerns? Is this going to be a big uh, issue for Scott Dolson to deal with here this offseason? Yeah, I think it will be. Um... You know, the program hasn't done very well, and, and, and I think the article just kind of outlines the turnover. Turnover is huge, and um, it's just you can't build a program with that, that level of turnover. And we're talking about, you know, players that have come in and left, uh, and it's not, you know, it's not like the NIL situation and leaving, you know, what we were just talking about. They're leaving for for relationship, you know, things, and uh, – or, or coaching things. So it's it's it, it's definitely something that won't go away. All right, Mike Pegram with us on Tuesdays. Mike, thanks for covering a number of topics with us. We'll catch up again next week. All right, talk to you then. All right, that's going to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the program. Don't forget we do this show each weekday at 11 a.m., and if you missed the live show here on the Big X, uh, we will always be available as a podcast. You can search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Wherever you may listen to podcasts, you'll find us there. You can subscribe. You can listen each afternoon. We upload the show 
normally within an hour of the live program in the 11 a.m. hour. So glad you're with us. The Thornton's text line is always open. That number is 502-414-1450. Appreciate those of you that took a moment to send in a question or comment today. And we're back on Wednesday. We'll have Dustin Dopierak on for the Wednesday show. Also, Josh Cook of the News and Tribune, presented by Major League Shirt Company, to talk local sports. Join us tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Have a great Tuesday. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.